Coach Corey Ween, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be trying too hard versus not trying at all. Well, I'll get an email here from a guy who's been following my work for a while. He first found out about me, like probably most of the people that come to my website. He's trying to get an ex back. He was with somebody for a period of time or started dating somebody. Totally screwed it up. Really liked this girl. And those are the ones that really fucking sting when you're really into somebody and you're you're dating somebody that just knocks your fucking socks off. And they feel the same way about you. And things start out great and then at some point they just either start ignoring you or they friend zone you or they blow you off for somebody else. And that really hurts like a motherfucker when that happens because it doesn't – you don't meet people like that where you really connect with that well on all those levels. It doesn't happen every day. It's maybe a couple times a year if you're lucky. It just really depends on how much effort you're putting into it. And like people – like for me, like what I found when you look at just how life works, the universe works, is there's, there's certain people that come along that you're just meant to be with. And it, but it all really depends on where you're at growth-wise, your level of experience, your level of knowledge and how you show up. And like in my life, like I've just found like in, in between dating or being single or whatever, especially like when I was in my 20s because I was single most of the time. So I never really got to experience more than two to three dates with women that I really liked. So it seemed like every two to three years, somebody like that would come along. And like if you have a relationship, usually within – depending on how long you were in the relationship because it often takes anywhere for like every year you're together with somebody, it usually takes three to six months to heal, to get over that, to get to the place where you feel happy being single again. You're taking care of yourself. You kind of got back to that person that you were before you had that particular relationship. And it always seems like when you're just not really looking forward, you're open to it. But you're not necessarily looking uh, – where is she? Where is she at? You're not like paranoid looking everywhere you go to meet that person. It just kind of happens. So I've got this email here. This guy got rejected and then he met another girl. He had read the book twice. Met another girl and same thing. Basically, he started making the same mistakes and she started blowing him off. And so he started reading the book for the third time. He was like, oh, I texted her too much. Well, a few months later, when he was in a really great place, he ends up running into her again. So he shares a story of what happened. I had a similar story that I wrote about in my book about a woman that I was dating, started dating, totally fucked it up. And I was actually out one night with a, the brother of a girl I was dating and who I was really in love with. And I ran into this girl. I was like, I don't know, three or four years had gone by since I had last seen her. And then she ended up contacting me, I think through email a couple of days later. And we went out on a date and then I was actually out on a date with her when I ran into the boss of the girl I was dating and in love with as well. But it wasn't going so well because I really hadn't completely figured things out yet. But anyways, you can read – if you want to read more information about that, this is like a similar situation. It's the way the universe works. It's like just bring certain people into your life. I don't believe in accidents or coincidence at all. Everything happens for a reason in life. And a lot of people look at the horrible things that happen in life and go, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. It's so horrible. But when you look at it from a high level from the soul, if the soul is eternal and really interested in growth of the soul and experiencing certain things in this world, stuff starts to make more sense when you look at it from that level. But if you're just looking at it 
from the level of like a meat sack, if you will, like my friend who was in the Marines, that's what he used to, that's what, that's kind of what his experience with war is like, are we just a bunch of meat sacks walking around? Did you see so much death and so much destruction? Why are we here? What's the purpose? What's the reason behind all that? When you can look at things from a spiritual perspective, if the soul's eternal, it's like what, what, what Jesus said, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. So from the spiritual perspective, when you look at all the awful, horrible things that happen in this world, it's just souls getting experience. It's like – so it's like – you look at plane crashes or even like there was a couple famous actors on September 11th that were supposed to – I think it was the flight that hit the trade center. There was two of them. I can't remember their names. I was just reading about it the other day. One of them decided to take another flight and the other one like missed the flight. He was literally 10, 15 minutes late. It's like that's not an accident. That just didn't happen. I mean there was a reason and then there's other people that weren't on the flight. They were able to get on the flight and end up dying in that plane crash. It's because other people had missed the flight or changed their ticket if you will. I think Mark, Mark Wahlberg I think was, was one of them if I remember right. It was one of the reasons, reasons why. If you hear all those explosions, there's fireworks going on outside. There's just, they just finished some kind of race or some shit like that. So we're going to be hearing some booms for a while while I'm doing the video. I won't charge extra for that. So anyways, let's get into this guy's email and we'll go through it and analyze his situation. And so I got a quote that I wrote obviously. I want to go through the quote and then I'm going to go through his email. The quote says, it is essential for every man and woman to exercise emotional self-control in all matters of the heart. You should not make promises when you are elated and happy. Why? When you come down from that temporary happiness high, you often will regret what you have committed to. It's better to take your time and contemplate all the consequences and possibilities of your commitments before making them. In your intimate relationships, you should enjoy your strong feelings of love and desire, but pay attention to the level of reciprocation from the other person. That way, you will never continue to do too much or give too much to the point that you put yourself in a position to be taken advantage of or hurt. Healthy relationships are based upon a balance of mutual giving and receiving. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I just wanted to say thank you for all that you have taught me. I've currently read through your book four times and I'm working towards my goal of ten times. I've been in a relationship with a great girl for the past six months now and things could not be easier or more fun with this girl. We hold the same values and qualities and love spending time with each other. At one point in my life, I never thought I would be able to get into a successful relationship as my confidence was low from being crushed by a girl who I over pursued. It's actually really cool looking back and seeing all of the mistakes I made with that girl and learning from them. That was the past and this is the present. What's well, like one of the things Tony Robbins says, the past does not equal the future. You are not the sum of what's happened to you. That doesn't define you obviously unless you choose to let it define you. It's like we don't have control over what happens to us but we always have control over what it means to us. He says, I met the girl I'm currently with on an online dating website. And when we first started talking, she offered me her phone number, email, and told me I could add her on Facebook. So I knew her attraction level was pretty high. Well, that's 
that's what I talk about in my book. When a girl's really into you, she gives you multiple ways to get in contact with her because she doesn't want to take the chance that you're not gonna that you'll lose her number or that you won't be able to contact her. And often she'll ask you for your information as well. Not always, but sometimes they will. And the interest is like eight on a scale of one to ten. They'll give you, they'll give you all these different things. The lower it is. The less information you're going to get from them and the harder it's going to be to get on a date with them. He says, however, I made the rookie mistake of texting this girl too much and she stopped replying. Oh, that's got to burn. You read, you read the book twice. You're like, ah, I fucking got this shit. How many times have I said read the book 10 to 15 times? This is exactly why this guy didn't listen and he gets fucking burned a second time around by another girl he really liked. He says, at that point, I read through your book for the third time and realized where I went wrong. After that, I had the mindset that if she didn't want to talk to me, then I'm totally fine. There are plenty of other girls out there and I thought that was the end of it. Boy, was I wrong. And Again, this is why it's so important. When you screw up with somebody or you get dumped or you have a breakup, you got to focus on yourself. You got to focus on getting out there and dating and become better at applying the things that I teach in my book because you never know. You may run into that girl again. She may call you. Or weeks later, you may run into somebody even better. And you got to get prepared, even when you don't fucking feel like it. I know what it feels like when you have a breakup or you get rejected. It's not fucking pleasant. You don't want to get up in the morning. You don't feel like going to the gym. You don't even want to – you just want to order takeout and eat fucking pizza all the time and just be fucking lazy. It's not fun watching TV. Like all the things you used to be excited about, you don't even care. It's hard to motivate yourself to go to work. When you're at work, it's hard to concentrate. All men and women go through it at some point in their lives and the idea is to minimize that because those kinds of painful events are what really teach you and emotionally condition you to move in a different direction. Sounds like the grand finale. About two months later, I had heard so much more from you and had been applying your advice in a multitude of different places, the mall and the bar. And I don't want to toot my own horn, Corey, but I was getting good at it. Repetition is the mother of skill. At the bar, I went, with, I went in with the notion that I wasn't there to try to meet women. I was just there to have fun with my friends. That's what I talk about in the article, how to get women to approach you first. I reference that in the book and it's you know for those of you bar flies, guys and girls that like to go to the bar, it's a great article to read. It's all about body language, physiology, how you interact with the people that you're there with to cause women to notice you because it, it causes you to give off the vibe and the body language and the physiology of the captain of the football team or if you're a woman, the captain of the cheerleaders. You're having a good time. You're happy. You're smiling. When people are smiling and they're happy and they're laughing, they're approachable. Everybody wants to know what's so funny. Why are these people having such a good time? It's like Especially in the bars, usually like, there's like a corner of the room there's a ton of dudes. We got one hand in their pocket and they got their beer they're drinking in front of their chest. And they're just kind of creepily staring at women. And you're smiling. You're laughing like there's nobody even around, just you and your group of people. And the girl's like, oh, that's who they're going to approach. He says, I was usually the designated driver and I learned to walk with my hands or I learned to talk with my hands, laugh a lot, and just have a good time, something I was never able to do in the past. I was standing up straight with a confident posture, 
my drink down at my side, shoulders back, head up, and taking up too much space. And boy, Corey, did that ever attract women. There was a video where I demonstrate this. It's called Body Language That Attracts Women, where I show you what the body language looks like. It fucking works, man. It's like a light switch. You could be all hunched over in the corner and nobody's paying attention to you. You get into a group of people. You're laughing. You're playing. You got your arms down your side. Your chest's out. You're smiling. You feel good. Girls are going to be approaching your group left and right. Amazing how that works. It attracted one girl of particular interest. And can you guess who? I don't know. Maybe that other girl that you screwed up with? You got it, Corey. It was a girl from the online dating site who blew me off and just happened to be at the bar that night. That's not a coincidence. That's the way the universe works. You'd moved on. You'd completely let go of her and then boom, you run into her that same night. I mean, what are the odds? She walked in front of me and we both – because when you think about it, like when you look – the older you get, you look back in your life and you're like, I never ran into that person again. I never saw them again. You might have had a relationship for a couple of years and then you broke up and you never saw them again. You never spoke to them again. Or you may have gone on a couple of dates and realized they weren't that great after all and you never saw them again. Even though prior to you getting serious, you might have run into them two or three times. You got to look at that and go, that's not a fucking accident. It's not a coincidence. That happened for a reason. He says, she walked in front of me and we both said hello to each other as she was passing by and I went on with my night. This is exactly what I did. I talked about my book. I saw this girl. I chatted chatted with her for a minute or two i said well hey have a great night and i continued on and i'm and my buddy i was with who was the brother of the other girl that i was dating at the time he said dude she was just sitting there with a just a stunned look on her face like she couldn't believe that i just walked away because she knew how much i was into her before because obviously i made it way too clear all those years ago he says, about an hour later, I got a text from her asking if I was still at the bar. Huh, what a quinky dink. I told her I was and she told me to come dance with her on the dance floor. I replied with, I'm upstairs as the bar had multiple levels. Notice that he's not going to where she is. She's the one who blew him off. Why should he go to her? If she wants another shot at him, she needs to come find him and that's exactly what's going to happen. He says, sure enough, a couple of minutes later, look who comes storming up the stairs. What a shock. We talked for a few minutes. She apologized for not returning my text and I replied to her with, that's no problem at all. People get busy. It happens. Good response. Shows you're indifferent. Doesn't really bother you. You really, in reality, you kind of already forgot about her because you're having so much fun with other ladies. With a polite and confident smile on my face. I then asked her if she wanted to go dance in the dance floor where I treated her like a bratty little sister, teasing her a little bit and making jokes at both of our expenses. At the end of the night, she said she had to go and I said, well, you've been wanting to do it all night, so you might as well kiss me now. That sounds really similar to something in my book. And Corey, we made out for about five minutes on the dance floor. A few days later, I called her up and set up a date and the rest is history everything has been peaches ever since so in closing thank you Corey, because the old me wouldn't have been able to pull this off i would have come from a hurtful position where i wanted to get back at this girl and instead of a position of love you've really changed my life and made things so much easier i now know what it's like to be a three percent man 
I will continue to follow your work and learn, and I wish you all the success in the future. You're truly changing lives. Well, awesome, dude. Good job. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're six months in with this girl and things are super califragilistic, expialidocious. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 